Welcome to episode, I forgot to ask the episode number, 127 of the Zomber But our budget. We only have 21 episodes. Well, how do we... Can we write another episode? I know it's a really long We used a lot of money in that room with Jack <laughs> and Daniel. Yeah. Like, we blew the whole budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this is a clip episode. Yeah. Um, I will say that there's there are two more clip episodes after this in okay. Stargate. Okay. I will say one have, of them. Have we had one before? I feel like we've yeah, had, we've one had like more. two before. Okay. But I will say one of the future clip episodes. Okay. They do so well. It's an amazing episode. Awesome. Still. I'll so take it. That's fun. is it like the episode of Full House where Michelle loses her memory and so they do a clip of so to remind her. I can't say anything about why it's awesome, Fine. but you guys know why that one clip episode. It's because <gasps> clip episode. Clip episode. I just accidentally said that. I like it. Clip episode. AKA clip episode. Um, yeah, this one. I know we've had them in the past, and even though they were clip shows, there's a little bit of plot development. This one kind this of felt a no little plot development. Like this is we have. This uh-huh. is like you explaining Stargate to your friends who have never heard of Stargate before. Like I'm pretty sure that's where the script came from. Yeah, it's it's um, it's not gonna go on my top ten. No. It's no. Um, we basically, like, nothing new happens at the end of this. No, we've just decided to share information with the rest of the world. Well, only with three other countries. Right, that's true. And to keep it secret, but share with them. Yeah. So, just, we're just, uh, I don't get it. Like, nothing, Kinsey's still an asshole. It's still under command of the Air Force yeah. in Hammond. Uh, we have three new people who, three new countries that know about it's it. It's like all these exciting things where nothing happens. And Thor just shows up. I like it's to uh, drop the mic. Alrighty, let's get it. This let's episode get it aired on January twenty second, two thousand and three. Written by Joe and Paul. Uh, the parts that are not previously written by other people. Yeah. Directed by William Garrity. The one guest star I want to point out, though. Uh huh. Is Francois Chow. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's familiar to a lot of people as Dr. Chang from Lost, who's the scientist in all the Dharma orientation yes. films. Dr. Lost, as Do- I wrote. Dr. In Lost. My notes. <laughs> Dr. Um, Lost. He's a friend of Dr. Strange. I won't spoil the other places you see him in the show if for oh. some reason you haven't seen Lost before. No, I mean in Lost. Oh, got like, it. Got it, yeah. He has more than just on the Dharma initiative. If there's someone somehow who hasn't seen Lost, I don't want to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also currently playing Jules Pierre Mao on The Expanse. Oh. Um, which is a great sci-fi show, you guys. Amazon just picked it up, so we're going to get more of that, which yeah. is great. Yeah, I'll check that out. Um, but there is another film, Grace... That he has been in. I feel you like have I know not this. Seen, you didn't necessarily see his face as much, but you know exactly who he is. Okay, okay, And you okay. know the film well. Got it. He plays Shredder in Ninja Turtles to The Secret of the Ooze. Coley. <laughs> Look at her face. I can't, I can't. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember it. Uh-huh. But my brain just went, go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. It's the best scene of that entire... That, that, was like, that was the, that was the look of my brain locking up 
in the loop. Um, Which Nixie knows. Ninja Turtles, like, 2 uh-huh. is my favorite Ninja Turtles film. The Secret of the Ooze is pretty good. Secret of the Ooze is my favorite Ninja Turtles film, and if anyone disagrees, I will fight them. Yeah. I, I don't care what you. your favorite Ninja Turtles film is. It's just mine. Yeah. Done. Alrighty. I disagree that it's not your favorite. <laughs> you disagree? Okay. Yeah. Done. It's my favorite. So we start with the most exciting location ever. A conference room full of people. Um, I'm pretty sure for those who have already seen Atlantis, I think this is the same conference table that they end up using in Atlantis. Ah, The world table. Um, I'm not going to consider that a spoiler. (laughs) Sure. Uh, um, Oh, no, I've seen this conference table before. I think it's like the later one, not the, the first one, but the later one. Anyway. Um, Wait so, a minute. Now you've spoiled that there are two conference I know. tables. How dare you? Um, our friend Chekhov, who's like now our friend in this episode, um, and yeah. the Chinese ambassador, because none of these ambassadors get a name. They're just their country. So it's just China, are debating some sub-issue where a Russian sub was hit by a meteor and the chi- and China's like not buying the story. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, and blah. And they find out that like this, this is when like, you know, we crashed a ship into the ocean and yeah. the sub was destroyed because of replicators. Mm. Um, they're saying it was destroyed by a meteor and no one buys it because the sub was... Anyway. Just kidding. Like, basically, China's onto something. Yeah. China's onto something. Yeah. Um, but there's they're one... They're smelling bullshit. The one thing that all the countries can agree on is that Americans are up to something because the stories... That was crazy. If it weren't for those meddling Americans... <laughs> All the stories of falling meteors and exploding hot air balloons are not cutting it anymore. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Here's what I'm gonna do for this episode. I'm gonna stay... Yes. ...in the show... Okay. ...and not bleed into the real world. Yeah. It's... Because it just gets dicey. Uh-huh. And I don't want to talk about today's I'm politics I'm doing the same right thing. Now. I'm doing the same thing. So let's put that on the table. Doing Cards on the same table. Thing. Um, <laughs> but apparently- all those meddling Americans. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. So apparently the Americans are the ones who called this meeting. And apparently they're at the Pentagon for this meeting. <laughs> um, and with that, Hammond and Davis come into the room and tell Chekhov that, look, you don't have to pretend that your media- their sub was hit by a meteor anymore. Yeah. Everyone takes their seat, and Davis leads a PowerPoint ba-dum, ba-dum, presentation. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Truth and times. It's, it's they're about to fill them in on a top secret operation operating out of Cheyenne Mountain <laughs> called the Stargate Program. Done. And the look on Hammond's face before we go to credits is, "Hold on to your butts." Yeah, it's about to get weird. It's about to get weird. <laughs> and credits. Ta-da. So when we come back, Davis is continuing in his presentation. We pick right up uh, describing how the Stargate was found in 1928. Ernest went through in 1945. Daniel cracked the code eight years ago. How they go to alien worlds and we visited hundreds of them. And yeah. the ambassadors are like... You know, this is what we a, see. They put Daniel up on the screen. Yeah. And they're like, and, and then I went, oh, it's um, a Daniel. And the ambassadors are like, come again for big fucking fudge. I love the what? disbelief, the, that disbelief of the, yeah. What did you have disbelief? Especially, well, there's a, a specific way. Is it the UK? I'm going to get it wrong. Yeah. It's Britain or the UK? It's, it's the UK. Yeah, but Britain. Right. Okay. Yeah. So... It's a British uh, ambassador. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm very... I'm just going to apologize now. It's fine. Um... It's a very specific type of disbelief yes. that feels very British. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess. Where it's like, I politely call out your bullshit. <laughs> I politely substitute your reality with my own. Yeah. Uh, and Chekhov's like, 
Yeah, um, all this shit's true. I've been here, I've seen it. Just go along with it. Mm-hmm. And and everyone's like, wait, what do you mean Russia has a Stargate? Yeah. And they're like, well, I mean, we, we, we did, we don't. And then we were loaning, but we... Well, they're like, so, so once upon a time, this thing happened, and then this other thing happened. Also, I think this is really... They start just calling the SG-1 team SG-1. Yeah. Like, that means anything. I know. To these ambassadors. It means nothing. It means nothing to the outside world. They don't know. You know what they are? They're that shitty friend who thinks they're cooler than everybody else and just starts using acronyms that nobody knows. It's like, mm-hmm. nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Um, Stop acting like you're cool. They're like, yeah, SG-1 was on an Asgard ship. They had to beam down. You don't so know any, any of these You know what all mean. of those words are. Yeah. So just re- relax. And the ambassadors are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh-huh. We cut to a scene from Nemesis. Lots of explosions. Yeah. So back in the conference, they're like, don't worry. The Stargate, the second Stargate was destroyed for plot reasons. Right. We're fine. We only have one again. Releasing it from the Russians. <laughs> Everything's good. Uh, and the, Rosk- the Rostov, the sub, was, was exploded as cover for the gold ship. Uh-huh. Also, alien ships is my new favorite excuse for anything. <laughs> like, for a while, it was I was dead at the time, which is a good one. But you have to say it like um, Daniel's uh, grandfather did. Aliens. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will practice that. But for now, it's just going to be alien ships. Alien ship. <laughs> uh, and again, I love Britain how is like, so does everyone in your government know about this? And I believe, I can't remember if it's Hammond or Davis is like, moving on. Um, <laughs> hey, what's that thing over there? Go, the move on button? Yeah. Got it. Um, look at that move on button over there. Uh, oh, look, an alien ship took my excuse here. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. at some point, Oh, before before Britain says, does everyone know about it? Kinsey walks in and is like, oh, you haven't oh, yes. convinced them all this is true yet? You guys are slackers. Senator Grossface. Oh. Yeah. So then Kinsey just blames the fact that the planet is facing imminent danger on a weekly basis solely on SG-1's shoulders. Yeah. And the look Hammond gives him back is ice. I love how perspective works here. It's like, oh, to you, they're the reason why the world's yeah. in danger. Whereas to me, they're the reason the world doesn't die every week. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, potato, potato. Yeah. Uh, and if this episode has anything, um, it's, it's the mirror part of this episode is just explaining to your friend who has no clue what Stargate is. Yeah. Um, another good AKA for me was, uh, gold 101. Uh Uh-huh. So the gold of the Stargate. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. The Golden not build the Stargate. It was the ancients who built the Stargate. Yeah. We never met them. They're dead now. This uh, really does feel like... Okay, so I had one comm class that was research methods and communications, which I believe should have been a, a level two or three class. Okay. Right? That we take after we understand a couple more concepts. Yeah. But it's not. It's a level one class. So I took it while taking comm 101. So I had no idea what anything was. Uh-huh. And the teacher was just like, keep up. Yeah. Why don't you just know what all of this means? Yeah. That's basically what this cl- felt like. It felt like being in that class. Now, mind you, the teacher was awesome. Yeah. Super smart. But we were all like, we don't know what any of this means. <laughs> Can you please explain that? It's like, yeah, no, the gold symbol of Stargate, the gold just pretend to be the gods of your religion yeah. to steal humans and populate the galaxy. Yeah. So you're like, okay, run me back one more time. And what? Yeah. Their ship is the one that crashed in the Pacific, which is yeah. why we blew up the Russian submarine to cover for it. Cut to Serpent's Venom. Ta-da! And then Davis talks about all the ships they have. We cut to <laughs> Exodus. And I love, again, the British guy is like, so can we just negotiate with the Gould? It's like, no, never. And Davis is like, no, no, no. That's not no. an option. 
No. That's not how it works. That's a solid no. Yeah. Let me think about that. No. And they, they basically just take over a planet, shooting from the distance, instill fear, cue to Sentinel. He's like, then they just destroy everything, cue to summit of tunnels collapsing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, France is like, so the U.S. has basically taken unilateral actions that have put the world in jeopardy. That's when you're like, what? Uh, tomato, tomato. Yeah, again, huh? Kinsey, of course, agrees with that and wants yeah. the whole thing shut down immediately. Now, I wanted to point out one more thing, right? Yeah. So we've got the one thing that you don't notice until you're being retold facts. Yeah. All the gold ships have all these different gold names uh-huh. until, and then Death Gliders. Yeah, Death Gliders. I feel like that was like, it probably had a gold name. We were just like, I don't. Well, it's I don't like Zetnikatel. Yeah. It's not Zetnikatel. It's like, Zet. uh, and yeah, and Death Gliders, because Death we gliders. didn't bother to take down the name of this Well, they ship. glide and they cause they death. They bring death, yeah. They glide death over people. Yes. And I think this is where we talk about orbital assaults. Yeah. Which is uh, my new band name <laughs> Orbital Assaults. Orbital Assaults. Uh, and Hammond at this also point. Also sounds like, a, like something we should give trigger warnings, like, <laughs> hey. Yeah. Because, like, it sounds like assaulting with your eyes. Yeah. Like, sorry, guys, no no orbital assaults. <laughs> I don't know. My brain went everywhere during this episode. It's because it needs to be distracted from this episode. It was like, look at the, look at the bouncing bunny. Hammond has had, like, fucking enough at this point. He's like, look, we've tried fucking negotiations. Um, like, we tried to save planets. And the planet, this planet is only saved um, when... You shut down the program. Mm-hmm. The planet was attacked. The only reason the planet was saved is because SG-1 ignored your goddamn orders and saved the planet. Right. And Kinsey throws back that, you know, oh, you've been doing a great job. You killed Apophis, and then someone more dangerous took his place. Cute to revelations with Anubis yeah. threatening Thor. Blah, blah, blah. And Davis is like, you get to you get to lay the blame of Anubis on us. We yeah. had no idea that Anubis right. was going to happen. How would we know that the bigger and bigger, badder bad is happening? Yeah. And, and Kinsey's like, yeah, he's already destroyed, tried destroying the planet twice. Uh, keyword yeah. being tried. Tried, keyword failed. Yeah. Um, long pause. And Britain's like, you were getting to that point about the possible, the, the destruction of the oh, Earth. Oh, yeah, part, totally. Right? Totally, all the time. It was always going to happen. Yeah, uh, that asteroid uh, in that episode failsafe last year, mm-hmm. that was a thing, and SG-1 saved us. Just kidding, yeah. And Hammond gets to the point. He's mm-hmm. like, at some point, Anubis is going to attack again. Mm-hmm. And since this room represents the bulk of the military power on Earth, if we work together, we can prevent bad shit from happening. Mm-hmm. Just a note. This is not, like, this room has Britain, France, China, Russia, U.S. Okay. Like, that's not the top five military powers in the world. Oh. At least, like, not currently. But those are the five countries that have permanent seats on the U.N. Security Council. Good to know. Yeah, because if, if, like... The UK is number nine and France is number six. The top five in terms of military power, like now, is US, Russia, China, Japan, then India. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know India was on the board. Yeah. Holy moly. But it's just these are the five in the U, the permanent members of the UN Security Council. That makes sense. So that's why these are the other three who are getting informed. Well, that's cool. I like that they did that. Yeah. Um, so Chekhov points out that. This would be an unprecedented amount of cooperation. And there's serious security that, 
you know, commitment that would have to go into this way. Yeah. And China's like, yeah. Um, we're going to tell. If we're going to be facing invasion, we're going to tell our people, all of our people. Everyone, peoples. And Dave's is like, that would just cause mass panic. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I do love the irony of China saying that they're going to... I was to- about to mention that. It's like, China would be, like, the last one to actually do that. Like, I can see France saying that. Oh, France totally would. Because I feel like... Britain probably would. Maybe. Like, they might be like, yeah, for the greater good, we don't say anything. Yeah. So we don't say anything. They're, they're good at doing that. But France is like, we're fucking telling everybody. I'm going to be... Something, say, I'm going to say something very stereotypical. That's fine. We're going to gather around with some some wine... Some baguettes. And some baguettes. Uh-huh. And we're just going to be like, hey, guys. So this is... This, you know what's going on? This is the shit that's happening. There's, like, aliens. Uh-huh. And they're going to be like, get off the stage, you're drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's... Look, Hammond's like, it's not as hard as you think to keep a secret. We've yeah. dealt with this a number of times. Yeah. We've gotten away lying to the public a number of times. <laughs> uh, Kinsey's like, uh, it's because... You're that good is scary, A. And B, you've just gotten lucky. Yeah. Um, and Ham's like, no, 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 no. There's no luck fucking luck involved in this. this. Yeah. We're just that damn good. Yeah. We're just butt kickers. We have damn good people on our team. Which is true. Very true. He goes, remember that time that SG1 took out an entire fleet of motherships? <laughs> remember that time that Sam blew up a star? Remember that time she basically blew up a sun? She, like... Literally, yeah, it's a place that I can use literally in the correct sense. Yes, she blew uh, up a fucking sun. Literally, literally done. And Hammer points out that they've also, you know, they have the Gould's greatest flaw working in their advantage. Right, they're arrogant as fuck. Yeah, actually, uh, I wrote that down. Um, Gould arrogance is yeah. a D and D. I don't know if it's a feat. I don't know how it works because it's like it gives advantage to the player over yeah. the gold. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you can use gold arrogance to like to your advantage. Overcut, yeah, yeah. For an advantage. It's like on my something. gnome cunning. Basically. Yeah. They get. They just must. I think you get a plus to any saving throws. Yeah. A specific. Some something specific. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Or they. I should say they get a negative to their saving throws. I, I think on any. Probably like intelligence check or, or some sort of charisma check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine it's that or perception. Anyway, that's a thing that's going to happen. Gold arrogance. Gold arrogance. Done. And because you're going to be the DM, you can do whatever the fuck because, you want. Guys, I am God. You are Hammond. Done. Uh, for Patreons, listen to the end of our uh, uh, mega spoilers. Podcast for the spoilers on that. Um, I will, okay, so I'm going to stop you here just to read you what the next of of my notes read. Okay. And I wrote, clip show, clip show, clip show. <laughs> Do these sound like stories of a cokehead or of a three-year-old? <laughs> because that's basically what all of these stories sound like. <laughs> and then guys- there was a big ship, and then I blew up a sun. <laughs> But then there was an alien, but then, but no, that was the good alien. No, you're, you're wrong. Cause there was a good alien and then there was a bad alien. But then also, um, one guy died, but then there was another guy. No, but he's an alien, but he's, but he's a good alien. Too. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that one's a good alien too. That's literally what happened. But also, so they have these guns and if you shoot, you can only shoot one time uh-huh. to stun people and then you can shoot two times to kill them. Yep. But, but only do that. Because otherwise, they disappear. Yeah. But not all the time. But only sometimes. But sometimes... 
Have you ever played a game with a three-year-old where they're making up the rules as they go? Um, That's basically what's happening. Do you want to see Nixie get super frustrated at yeah, three-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. It's like, no, no, now now you're the bad guy. You should never put Nixie alone <laughs> with a three-year-old. That's just, that should be a standing rule. Um, but Britain's like, so all that's awesome. We have nothing to go up against the motherships. Great. We're defenseless. And Davis is like, funny you should mention that. So we've been working on collecting technology over the years. And a couple years ago, we made X301, had some issues, cut to tangents. Yeah. And we started making something man-made, the X302, cut to redemption, hmm. much more effective. And then... And you know what? Shockingly, China's unexcited about the U.S. having a ship that's the best fighter plane in the skies and in space. Again, this is where we get to the cocaine, where it's like, no, no, I made this deadly weapon, but I'm not going to kill you with it. Yeah, no, no, I'm not... Totally. No, it's totally fine. It's totally fine because I don't plan on killing you with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've been doing it for like six years now. and It's just, it's totally fine. It works. <laughs> you're just like, um... And China's like, you're literally the only ones taking advantage of this technology. Like, as if your military wasn't like, superior Yeah, yeah, enough. that's exactly what we're going to do. But we're not going to kill yeah. you with but it. Hammond's like, don't worry. It's never our intention to use it against people on Earth. It's just for the bad guys in space. Yeah. Francis, like, anything more we should know about? Other than how quickly we can get you in a mental institution. And Kinsey goes, well, you should tell him now because they're going to find out sooner or later. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, so we have this other thing called the X-303. Cut to a clip from Prometheus. Uh, what? Yeah. Which sends China, like, over the deep end. They're like, we're done. They're like, that's it. I'm contacting my people immediately. And it's like, wait, 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 please sit down. It's just... A little bit longer. Like, we have to work together. Kinsey's almost just here in this episode to be that meme of the guy who grabs the folding chair yeah. to sit down and watch shit hit the yeah, fan. basically. That's why he's here. And poke thing every once yeah. in a while. Um, you know, look, we're going to cooperate. And Chenna's like, nope, cooperate nope, under your nope, leadership? Nope, 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 nope. nope. And, and this is the moment where you remember that Hammond is a military man yeah. and not a diplomat. Because Hammond goes, well, yeah, we're going to lead it because we have the experience. We're the ones. Which in a room. He's of- like, I'm the Ravenclaw. <laughs> Spot the Ravenclaw. <laughs> because in a room of diplomats, when you're the military guy, they're already not trusting you about a whole bunch of military power. You shouldn't be, yeah, I'm, we're going to lead it because we have the experience. There's better ways of saying that. Yeah, we're going to do it because I'm the one who knows things. Yeah. Uh, Again, spot the Ravenclaw. Yeah, completely accurate. Yeah. Totally accurate. Inappropriate. Just needs to be said in a different way. Yeah. Bring in a Hufflepuff. But again, (laughs) Hammond is a military man. Yeah. Not a diplomat. Um, I mean, it's the same thing Jack would say, too. Yeah. I'm here for the facts. Well, because he's Jack's a Gryffindor. Oh, yeah. Which are just as brash. Just as bad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And again, the rest of the room is diplomats. And they're like, that's not... That's not going to work for us. Yeah. If the U.S. can't control everything, the gate needs to be moved to a neutral location and a permanent staff set up from all the nations. Yeah. Hammond's like, no. No, no thank you. No. no. He's really good with boundaries. <laughs> you know, like, I might have been, like, a little bit people pleaser. Yeah. He'd be like, well, we can have, like, one guy like, from each. No. And he's like, no, thank you. No, thank you. None of the things. And this Chekhov, is mine now. Chekhov, for his credit, backs Hammond here. That's like, no, yeah. the U.S. should take his lead. Yeah. He has reasons later. Yeah. Um, Kinsey has an idea, though. <laughs> 
Despite the best intentions of the U.S. Air Force, the gate shouldn't be in military hands, he says. Oh, boy. He suggests one other organization that has the expertise and experience to run program. Nope. Nope, the N.I.D. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and Hammond turns to him and is like, this is my fuck you face. That's the Kinsey compromise. It feels like something yeah. you study in school. Oh, like when yeah. you study U.S. history. The Kinsey compromise. Oh, tell me about the Kinsey compromise of 2003. Ah, uh, yes, that's when the shit hit the fan for everybody. <laughs> that is why we all now live underground. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and, and Davis is like, didn't the N.I.D. just try to kill you, Kinsey? He's like, yeah, that was some rogues. It's, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Forget about I that. still love them. Uh, Hammond's like, can I speak to you in private. Can I kill you in private? Yeah. <laughs> um, China points out how sketchy it is that Hammond is so reluctant to relinquish control. And Hammond's like, no, no, no. You would prefer the U.S. Air Force over the NID running this. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. You can trust us. You can't trust them. Yeah. But also from their point of view, it's like, I don't trust any of I you. I don't trust either of you. Yeah. Uh, and Kinsey tries to point out that, like, well, you just have a personal prejudice against the NID. And Hammond's like, it's not a prejudice if it's true. Yeah. If the facts have made me feel this way, <laughs> it's not a prejudice. It's experience. Q2 how you blackmailed me and threatened to kill my grandchildren. Yeah, I had to fast forward that part. I yeah. was like, I can't deal with the sadness. Q2 you stealing alien technology without any qualms or concerns for the locals. Q2 shades of gray. And then the asshole Kinsey is like, yeah, well, we've done some shady shit. Like... And I'm not going to point fingers or anything, Hmm. but I'm going to point fingers at you and Jack since you're in charge of the Stargate program. Yikes. And then questions Hammond's competence. Someone needs to dropkick that man. Yeah, well, Davis is about to. Yeah. The look on Davis's face. Hammond basically has to be like, down boy. Yeah. Uh, Kinsey pulls out then a bunch of reports. Um... Of, to be fair, when SGC saved the Earth from destruction, but again, you go on the thing of, you know, was the Earth going to be destroyed without the Stargate program? Whatever. Yeah. I'm uh, not going to go there. He points out matter of time with the black hole, then the multiple times the aliens took over the SGC, like message in a bottle of medicine's foothold. <laughs> and Kinsey's like, you're basically shit at your job. Yikes. And you botch roll a one <laughs> every time you go through the game. He's the Will Wheaton of dice rolls, basically. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, Will, Will Wheaton can't, like, his dice, his, whatever dice he touches are cursed. It's like an <laughs> ongoing thing. Nice. When it, On both the tabletop um, show and whenever he plays D&D, it's a constant <laughs> thing. Like, he just rolls shit every time. Nice. Um, yeah, I wrote blah, blah, blah. No, you're bad. No, you're bad. No, you're bad. And then I wrote in all caps, so much drama. So much drama. Um, in the LBC, it's kind of hard being snooped. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> D O G. So at some point during a recess, Davis has done some investigating. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Kinsey is moving from the Appropriations Committee hmm. to the Intelligence Oversight Committee. Hmm which would put him in direct charge of the NID, hmm. which is why he wants the NID to Give take me over the, the gate. Give me all my things. And luckily, Hammond has an ace up his sleeve. Because he's Hammond. He doesn't go into anything unprepared. Because When will we learn? Damn good at his job. Yeah. So Even at- when all the cards are on the table, all the cards are not on the table. Exactly. So at the same time, Chekhov... Bamboozle. Sorry. 
Done. Is trying is talking to China about how great it is to be a junior partner. Mm. He goes, "You want the U.S. to be controlling this thing? Yeah. It's seven billion dollars a year to operate the program. Right. That's a lot of money. That's all the monies. Uh, and they're spending more billions in R and D for the ships. Mm-hmm. So let them pay for the cost in money and in lives. Mm-hmm. And when the thing's perfected, we get the blueprints. We could just make our own goddamn yeah. ships. Yeah, let them we go get first. To send people through the gate. Work on a deal. You can have the China team. Mm-hmm. SG whatever, but then they'll refer to it as the number. It'll just be the China team. Yeah, you can go through the gate. You get the blueprints later. You don't have to pay the cost of running the thing. It sounds perfect to me. Be a junior partner. Yep. Um, and when they assemble again, Hammond reminds them that whoever runs this Dark Eight program is the face of Earth and the representation of Earth out in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And in six years, yeah, we've made some enemies, but we've also made really good friends. Dun, dun, dun. And we have acquitted ourselves with honor. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, and Hammond can stand by that record yes. no matter what. Q2 seen from the fifth race. And this is all well and good, but China and France, like, we still need to take this back. Like, this is not our decision. Uh-huh. And we are going to recommend full disclosures to our people. But we do like Kinsey's proposal. No. No, thank you. And with that, Thor beams in. He's like, hang on just one second. Hang on just one second. Pardon me while I whip this out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. And everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine like an hour ago they didn't know anything about the Stargate program and here's fucking Thor sitting in front of him. This is like, if we're going to stick with the D&D analogies, it's like when I just lost the name of the feet. But when you call on your deity to intervene for you. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to call on my Thor to intervene for me. Uh-huh. Uh, can we do that? That's the thing we're going to do. He just used an inspiration point right there. Mm-hmm. So this is, he introduces himself and, and points out that, you know, the Asgard in, in are in Hammond's debt. You know, they aren't just allies against the ghoul. They're true friends. Yeah, aww. And the best part... Just my friend. The best part of this entire episode. The part that if you're just going to watch this one... If I'm ever going to watch the episode, just fast forward to this part. Mm. Kinsey tries to say something, and Thor's like, fuck you. No, thank Shut you. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Jack suggested that I, like, you know, send you to a distant planet for what you're trying to do here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not exactly sure it was in jest. Uh, <laughs> Kinsey tries raising his finger to interrupt the commander. I love this part. But Thor's like, my finger is stronger as if talking to a child. Mm-hmm. And is like, it's supreme commander. Yeah. So chill the fuck out. Just like zips. Yeah. Kinsey. Yep. He goes, like he's almost force choking him. Oh, yeah. With his little finger. Uh-huh. His little gray finger. His little, little gray finger. <laughs> and he goes, the Asgard High Council recommends that the SGC stay in command, and it stays in the hands of Hammond. And look, our friendship with Earth is not contingent on that. But, but it'll look preferred. really good on you. Yeah. It's quote-unquote contingent on it. Yeah. It's not contingent, but it's contingent. Yeah, basically. Drift? Yeah. Uh, Holy moly. You know, he was just in town. He just dropped by because he's installing Asgard weapons and and shields to Prometheus. And Mm -hmm. it's a small thanks for SG-1's help in saving two galaxies from destruction. Not one, but two. 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 Two 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 galaxies galaxies in one. one. 
<laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, so has my beaming in and having you shit your pants worked? Yeah. Is this good? Are we done here? Awesome. Is this my mic drop moment? Hammond, peace out. Drop the mic. And Hammond's like, no, drop it anytime because yeah. we're buddies. Gotta go. I have him on speed dial. Yeah. After my grandchildren. Uh, and with that, Britain's like, yes, nope, you have my support. Full Let's support. Let's do this, yeah. <laughs> Pardon me while I switch my pants. <laughs> uh, France is like, and you have my sword. <laughs> and Chekhov's like, and my axe. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much where we're at. And even China's like, well, we have reservations, but I will join you on this fellowship. It's like, I don't like you, but this may be our only way through. Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, and we end with just Kinsey's like, well played. Uh, yeah. I'll see you next time. I wish he was like shaking his fist at them. I know. Like the grumpy. Ick. I'll get you next time. Yeah. And your little dog too. Basically. Oh, that was painful. This is the fastest we've ever gotten through an episode, guys. That's because there's not enough episodes. There's not. There's not any episode. In fact, if you think about it, it's the slowest we've gone through an episode because the original content is probably like 10 minutes. <laughs> so Maybe more, but yeah, that's what it feels like. It's, uh, this, listen, they had to have 22 episodes in the season. Sure. I think if you had this scene not cut up and just had here's the thing I here's what I think if they needed a bottle episode look I'm not gonna fault them for making this episode Mm -hmm. they had to make it they needed to save budget for other stuff because there's other things in the season they have bigger stuff and it's it's one of the nice things about quote unquote prestige television these days where you're like if we're not gonna have 22 episodes we're not gonna have 22 episodes we're gonna use our budget and just make make the episodes that we need to make yeah um I think if they if if they had a little bit more of a budget, uh, and they were and this was like the B plot line, right? Of if another story is the A plot line, mm-hmm. it would have been more interesting. Yeah, if we if our cut scenes were to like the team somewhere on another exactly. planet or something. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. Um, it's fine. It's done. It's a thing. We're done. And it's over. It's over. We're committed to covering up every episode of Stargate, and we did, and we have. What's next? Uh, next up, I you know what? I just blanked on what episode is next. Just kidding. Give me one second. Amuse the know. people. I will find it. I um, will find it. Um, I looked it up. Like, I know it happens in the episode. I just can't remember the name be, of it. could be. I guess I would just hope that this ties into something. It's Forsaken. Done. Why have you forsaken me? Okay. Yeah, it's Forsaken. Um... Let's call it. Yeah, this is not going on any list. <laughs> this is, uh, surprisingly enough, does not go on our top not five. not on any list ever. We'll see you guys next week with Forsaken. Yes. Until then, we're on Twitter at Terra Podcast. We're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. And for our patrons, look for the... Uh, Megacon wrap-up cast, which has yes. a special Patreon-only future feature at the end of it. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, on all the things. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.